Number one, Star Wars. Number two, comics. Number three, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Number four, Mario. Number five, Weird Al. Number six, Batman. Number seven, Cal. Number eight, The Simpsons. Number nine, TV. Number ten, every single band that I stole all their MP3s. But before they all sold out, see it all together if you with me now. Hey everybody, welcome back to Nerds Ruin Everything. I'm Logan. And I'm Adam. And uh, we're going to talk about, uh, who the hell knows what, definitely the Marvels, because Adam was able to catch up with it. And so, I, I, I let's start there, because okay. I, so I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, you know, nerd mm-hmm. culture things, um, a lot of comic book groups. And so the movie Marvels came out in November. No, October. November. 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 Okay. I uh, did nothing. Like it, it is the worst performing Marvel MCU uh, release to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, less than the Eternals. And the Eternals came out when people weren't even going to the theater and also was not great. Um, but I mean, there was vitriolic almost reaction to this movie as we like built up to the release and now it's on Disney plus a lot of people who were like, yeah, I'm not going to go see it are catching up to it. And I'm seeing a lot of people in the groups I'm in be like, guys, this movie wasn't bad. Like it's not, it's not in game. It's not, I would argue it's not even as good as, uh, the Miss Marvel, uh, series that was on Disney plus, but it's not, it's not the worst thing we've gotten from Marvel. It's certainly better than the last Thor movie. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like, well, Thor, Black Widow, like, like I would I would pose a hot take that it's probably one of the better upper tier things that have uh, that's been produced other than other than the TV series. Like if we're talking straight films, it's probably one of the best like all of the things that like toxic fandom had talked about as as criticisms are actually benefits to this movie, um, yes. which like that, 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 that just, you know. I I wish that I wish that like I think that Kevin is learning his lessons and not to listen to anybody because like William Goldman said in his like you know in in regarding Hollywood nobody knows anything and just because you listen to fandom like if you listen to fandom like you, we would have a, look at where we're at with Star Wars I mean yeah. I, and Marvel as well but like the current state of Star Wars is because Kathleen Kennedy and and her guest people or whatever mm-hmm. directly responded to fandom. Yep. And I I'm with you always doing that whether it's like a reaction to like knowing you're going to get backlash and being kind of shitty about it a la like the She-Hulk TV series, which I loved, yes. yeah. but it was them preemptively being like, 
haters are going to hate on this. So we're going to add that to the show. Like people are just going to re- then react to that. Or yes. if if you react to the fandom by like, oh, well, I mean, these people are loudly complaining. Let's give them what they want. Th- then you get Rise of Skywalker, um, mm-hmm. which just doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's it's stupid. Like, it, especially from a guy like Feige, I, it's almost he is such a Lucas type figure, mm-hmm. and at this point, like he's also doing the George thing where you don't want to just tell everybody, "Look, I had a plan for the first set," mm-hmm. and I, I really didn't think I was gonna get to do this. Again, and and <laughs> so I had some vague ideas, but you know nothing set in stone and nothing fully fleshed out. And now here we are, and I've been treading water. I, a lot of things have happened that that certainly were not like he couldn't foresee. You know, I mean, you got to think that Chadwick Boseman. They were like, oh, we've got that. This is the new. This is our star for the next. Yeah. This is our Tony. This is a completely different Tony. Like, this is the, like, not even Tony. This is like, you get, you get Tony and, and Cap in the same, yeah. in the same person. And he's going to, like, yeah. there's an alternate he, world he, I want to, like, I want to live in where he's alive. Yeah. And we see what happens because and, this is not. That 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 derails the train. COVID derails the train. Um, like these, uh, the Disney sort of, uh, we want more, we don't want more. Yeah. Like derails the train, and like he stopped kind of going with his his gut. But mm-hmm. I, I, this movie, to me, felt like. At least them trying to get back to, in my opinion, what the hell we all loved about this in the beginning. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's weird because, like, when I watched it, I was like, <laughs> like, after, uh, like, you know, me and my wife debrief and stuff, we just, like, not really debrief, but we have conversations and stuff. And I told, like, she asked me what was, like, did I like it? And I was like, yeah, I did. I, like, I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot, right? It's good. Like, like, and I feel like, A, we've gotten to this point in fandom, and and maybe you feel, like, the same way, and I was going to ask you this. Do you feel like we've just gotten too, like, it has to, like, everything has to be a masterpiece? And nothing can just be a good movie? Like, nothing can just be a solid movie? I, I think, unfortunately, the the end game of it all kind of bankrupted that. Like, it's like everything yeah. has to be this build up to this kind of thing. And it can't just be, uh, you know, fun. Just exist. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and just be a fun superhero movie. 
like oh what did what did it add to the mythos like nothing who the hell cares like it does the little coda at the end and and that's great and it it furthers a lot of character development especially with kamala khan um who absolutely steals the movie from everyone yes like like i like okay so like like the the my first big thought about this movie is is that like they got exactly what they wanted and the thing is is that like um this movie feels like like women had made this movie and that's the, like ultimately that's the that's the biggest compliment and the most refreshing aspect about this movie that i can say is is that from head to toe this movie feels like it was directed produced starred and was creatively like made by by women because the way <laughs> and then that, edited by a disney asshole who was like yes. we got to get this down to like you know, a hundred minutes because like people are already hating on it. So (laughs) there's so much cut out of this movie. (laughs) But I will say this much. The hundred minute runtime is this thing where it's like if they could have given it 10 more minutes. Like I'm of the person, I'm of the theory that I don't need a movie to be 140, uh, 100, uh, like like I don't need it to be two hours and 30 minutes, right? Or even 215. If you can get me a movie that hovers around 210 or like an hour and 50 minutes, I'm good. Like, I feel like the brevity of it was an advantage Uh, because, to be perfectly honest, like the thing that I feel like shouldn't have been cut are the things that I feel like kind of remain, which is the relationships between the three leads. Like, that kind of remains. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, in fact, I there are scenes, if you're going to keep it this short, I would argue, uh, and, and I mean, it's out there, so, you know, obviously mm-hmm. we're going to spoil things, especially now that you've seen it. I would argue as much as I enjoy it, the dance planet, like the, the Bollywood planet, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. You could cut that to give us more time for these characters to exist with each other and occupy the same space that isn't like oh here's a fun little like thing for five minutes this is true um but i will say that like there's a compromise in this world where you can keep that and add five minutes to this movie like come on like this movie is like an hour and forty-seven minutes. Yes. If you add a, if that's with fucking credits. If you add in five minutes to this movie, and you just have more of okay, there's like so like. I want to stay on the positive, which, <clears throat> which is like the relationship, right? Um, the the relationship between Monica, um, Kamala and Carol, like. I love the fact that it's a soft reset for Carol because yeah. for some reason people need like needed to soft reset for her, which I'm always like, you know what fandom? Fuck you. Like seriously, fuck you. Like Brie Larson didn't do anything. 
Like all she did was exist in this world. And, and she and, had to deal with a bunch of her opinion about something. Yeah. It's just like, exactly. I swear and to you, God, man. Like, and, and Aaron Rodgers you know, does it, and bros are like, yeah, man. Brie Larson does it, and they're like, you need to shut up. Like, yeah. Okay. But, like, and additionally, you know who else I can say fuck you to is all of the pre Avengers for not letting her into the circle. Fuck you, Robert Downey Jr. Fuck you, Chris Evans. Fuck you, Mark Ruffalo. Like, fuck yeah. you all. Like, because um, you guys it, did the, you, you guys did this. You guys did this too. I'm sorry. You guys are not above this because we've all seen the videos. We've all seen the bullshit. We've all heard you guys. Like, fuck you guys. Like, seriously. Like, it, 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 it really, like, it really makes me feel ick considering that she, at a certain point, was one of our, like, like there's and there's no reason other than toxic fandom right and a bunch yeah. of guys being guys like she is literally one of she was literally one of our like truly like bright shining future actors right she won an yeah. academy fucking award that is something that none of these fucking like i'm gonna say this and i'm not i love the avengers i love mark ruffalo i love all of these guys right but none of these motherfuckers won an oscar before she like before her like yeah, like they I, made it into such a cool kids club and yes, like and I get it. She was the new person, and you've all been here for X amount of time, and like it, it's, but you you but, really wanted them to be a little more like yeah, she's one of us, um, yeah, and it really didn't turn out that way, and you know that sucks but yeah i, I mean, mean except so for mark stuff. ruffalo they're all out of the picture now <laughs> yeah they are like uh, uh, well and also hemsworth but i mean i like you know at that point like like at that point those two were not leading the charge they were they were like like it's weird because like i went back to like i i i kind of went back like last year and i didn't i didn't say anything but i went back to the avengers movies and i watched them all in order um, and the weird thing about both Infinity War and, um, and, um, Endgame are Ruffalo and, like, they're trying to figure out what to do with both Hulk and Thor in those movies. Like, they're literally, like, if you watch it, it seems so because fucking they, random. Yeah, they know that. They know who's staying and who's going. Who's leaving. Yes. Yeah. But they're – and it's like the weirdest part about it is is that they don't know what – so they're sidelined for literally everything. And they get – even though it's fun to watch Hulk figure out things and be the scientist and be Doc Brown, like it's still weird because he's not involved in anything. Yeah. And same thing with Hulk, uh, Thor. Thor goes off on his own side quest with the, the Guardians, right? Um, which like you absolutely understood that there was this thing where it literally like, like, I haven't read the book, but I guarantee you like Joanna and Dave talk about like Kevin Feige doing this passive aggressive thing of like, Oh, Chris Pratt, you think that you're a superstar. You're being a piece of shit. Let's go ahead and give Thor. Let, let's just postulate that i could actually replace you with thor with the guardians and have him go off because you know 
it's one of those things where Thor could have done anything, right? Like, I mean, literally, like, he was the, like, like Hulk, he was the odd man out because he still had time and they were still trying to figure it out. I mean, so much so he becomes a guest star on in the next, uh, like, the Guardians are a part of Thor Love and Thunder, right? Like, they're a guest star. Um, but it's very interesting how, like, it's weird because it's like you see them sidelined, but not as bad as Captain Marvel. And that was a weird thing to, for me to watch is, like, you basically made her a fucking hologram. You, you gave her one thing. She saved Tony. And then you made her a fucking hologram through the whole fucking thing. Until the end, right? But then they just use her as like part of the prop piece of, oh, women power. They can all do it in one long shot. Let's never mind the fact that we didn't have any of them during the Avengers, like, you know, endgame theory. I'm not, I'm not trying to like bash it. I'm just trying to give context because literally you have a billion dollar movie in Captain Marvel and then nothing fucking happens with this character through the entirety of the what next five years it's wild but then there's this bad blood with her so we have to do this soft reset which i don't mind i kind of like seeing like it's weird because it's like it becomes a very female centric movie where it's like you don't see these women all dressed up with their like you know their bodies being exploited it's like it's fun because it's like you see them in sweaters and crocs and it's like yeah this is kind of a weird vibe, but I'm vibing on it because it's it's not constricted to the superhero genre, right? Like, there's a lot of weird yeah things I, that I, they do. I agree. I'm so sorry. No, I I, <laughs> I completely agree. And, and regard like the regarding the the soft reboot for Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. it also. I think does a really good job of answering a question that a lot of people are like, yeah, but if she could do all this, where the fuck was she? Like, Uh why is she off like saving, uh, uh, you know, the asparagus people of planet, you know, X or whatever. Yes. And Mm -hmm. we're here uh, like dealing with all this bullshit. Like, why was she not here? Like, why does she just get to bail? Um, and Which the scroll stuff is, is part of it, but yeah, um, there's also the, like, this idea of, like, her life being, like, not what she wanted it to be. Her, her missing, like, parts of it and, mm-hmm. like, feeling like rather than make amends with people she was just gonna like pretend and just go be a hero somewhere else like i i really like how the movie deals with all that and and also how monica's just like fuck you for not being there yeah when i needed you most and when my mom needed you most like giving you context like i also like the fact that I had to think about it is like, when's the last time we didn't have um, a McGizmo at the center of something like, like they needed to do this to get the McGizmo to do this, to do that. And then we have a, there's a little bit of a fetch quest thing going on in the movie. Kind of, but 
it's but, just like yeah nowhere near the extent of like like your, your, the magizmo that, that i like that yeah. <laughs> and the fetch quest stuff like that yeah. you see run across both of uh jj star wars and and even last jedi to a to a big extent um yes and or, every other like, fucking guardians. marvel movie yes guardians yeah. is just massive fetch quests of like, oh, we gotta go here. Now we gotta go here. Now we gotta do this. Now we gotta get, we gotta go get this thing. Now we gotta get this thing. And I mean, Rocket's whole character is, I need this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing. Yes. <laughs> like that is okay. his whole character. <laughs> His whole his whole thing is like getting and and like I mean it's even a joke within the within the context of the stories like oh yeah I need this but I need this guy's arm why yeah. I just need it um but I also like the fact okay there's two other really big things that I like which is is that the movie is ultimately about correcting your errors right which yeah. is something that's a very weird wild thing to do. But it also, they don't kill Captain Marvel, which I honestly thought that they were going to do. I mean, she saves the day. She does the Superman thing, which I love. I, I loved that it was like this beautiful thing of like, she had to correct the issue. Like her whole character arc was, I was a shitty human being. I thought I knew best. I didn't yeah. know best. And I've spent years trying to correct this. And then what happens? The most beautiful thing in the world, right? She corrects it, and it's it, like it gives it gives people like it gives a people who like that we that we've hated since Guardians like a reprieve, and that they're just people, right? They're they're just people, and it's like it kind of goes back to the Marvel ethos. Like again, going back to the thing that I was watching the first Avengers, and what I loved so much about the first Avengers was it was about saving things, right? It was like like it wasn't about making a war against somebody. It was about it was about saving a bunch, like saving the yeah. war, right? Um, and it kind of goes back to those ethos, those core Marvel ethos of. Like, you know, it's not about it's not about fetch quests. It's not about a McGizmo. It's about these about people and giving context. And what I love is and it's something that Stan Lee used to do is you like you you needle a point like these people are bad. But then at a certain point, you draw back and you go, no, they're just human. They're just they're not humans, but they're just a people. It, yeah, it, it's the it's the one thing. Marvel as a whole seems to be mostly pretty good at it yes. is humanizing the demons. Um, and I, I, this movie does do that, but uh, again, uh, and I don't want to keep going back to it, but like just a few more minutes, minutes, yeah, and yes. like the the villain in this movie is so much more fleshed out like mm -hmm. and I, I i get it like if you just watch the first thor movie like loki is fine but it's it's very just like oh okay yeah like mm -hmm. it, it's a little one note it it's mm -hmm. that we get to keep revisiting the character the the villain here whose name i can't even remember like it, it continues to represent marvel's problem of like 
making these villains somewhat sympathetic, a la Gore the God Butcher, but then Mm -hmm. not giving us enough time with the villains for us to feel like they're they're actual characters and not just like shoehorned into a plot (laughs) just to have a villain. Yep. No, you're right. You're you're 100 percent right. Like, and the, the the most funny, ironic thing to me about that is, is that the woman that's playing the actress that's playing it, right. The, <laughs> she's she's Tom. She's Hiddleston's boo thing. Like, like, like. I think they're engaged and shit. Like, like that's they the might most be ironic thing. Oh yeah, yeah, they might be. <laughs> um, but it's also it's weird, right? Like how. Like, yeah. they short shifted just enough. Like, it feels like I said, like, like 10 minutes would have been okay. Like, 5 to 10 minutes in, in the right spots. Um, it, It's so have... weird to me how the Spider-Man movies get this so right time and fucking time again. And mm-hmm. almost every other Marvel movie cannot manage to do it. No, they cannot. They just can't get it together because... Uh, okay, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a hot take out here. Um, I feel like Kevin only cares about Spider-Man in the way that that Dick Donner cared about Superman. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like his his passion is Spiderman. Like, that's just all there is to it. Like, he's gotten tired of the heavy lifting of the Avengers movies because they're super. Like, if you think about it, like, like even like okay, so like. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the PS5, right? And we're going to be talking about a specific game. Um, there are some, like, like, like how you play games, I feel like, is in, like a, a way, in a window into, like, a creative process, right? Like, like, let's just use that as an example. There are some games that everybody lauds and everybody loves, but are fucking slogs for people, right? Like, it's a genuine, real thing. I'm going to let something, I'm going to let something out that, is very very like fucking weird right like i hadn't played red dead redemption 2 um just because like just for time right i finally got to it this summer and i paid i played like 10 hours and i stopped you know why because it's a fucking slog because the gaming system sucks because the fetch quests are just things that I don't want to do. I've done these things before in better games. I'm not passionate about Red Dead Redemption. So everything, like, I'm not going to, like, the heavy lifting involved in it, I just couldn't do. I feel that's, like, the, that's like the, the inflection point for Kevin is, is that Avenger movies are fucking difficult as shit because you're dealing with massive egos, time frames, screen time, story, all of this shit, right? And he got it at the apex. And what happens when you get it at the apex, right? Like you, you kind of deflate and it becomes this whole thing where it's like, oh man, I'm going to have to do this fucking again. Yeah. And it, especially if you're not passionate about it, but you can absolutely see because he's not, he hasn't had Spider-Man and he's had to like have it in a contained universe. He's okay with that because it's Spider-Man, right? Like he finally gets to play in the playground that he probably always wanted to play in. And you can see that reflected in the movies. Like each of the movies, like like each of those movies are contained beautiful things that go on to the next one. They're literally like micro Avenger movies, right? Like they're like they're they bleed they lead up into uh no way home, right? Uh, to the point to where it's like 
No Way Home is is probably as big of a like a big of an adventure as an Avengers movie, which I, is it, always like, yeah, it's certainly as big a swing as something like uh, Infinity War. In, in in my opinion, I agree. Yeah. Like like they could have really fallen on their faces in that movie, um, oh, they even though have. it was like the worst kept fucking secret. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it they it could have just not worked. Uh, like the emotional beats could have been terrible. Um, but but yeah, it's it's still it's, it is very very troubling to me, especially considering where we're going. Uh, mm-hmm. That they can't really get these villains right because yeah. I, <laughs> Gore the God Butcher should have been a much bigger villain than he was. But yes, outside of Loki, most of the villains they've tackled have been relatively small. I I, mm-hmm. I would argue they Ultron, they more or less do get right. Um they, yes, they do. But so like is your problem the same as mine, which is is that you don't like you're killing off villains and you're not leaving them in the universe in some way, shape or form existing so that you can you can always route back to them. Like, uh, I mean, if at some point you kill them off, that's fine. That's fine. Right. But a movie? so movie? like uh, Thor Ragnarok, I'm kind mm-hmm. of OK with that. Like, I would argue that's one of the. Ones they more more or less get right. Yes. Okay. I, I will. I, Hella. Fine. You you want to kill her off? That's cool. Um, but like because you get and you, it you right, also right? kind of have to do that for where you're going after yes. that. You know, you you exactly. kind of have to to do the 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 soft reboot of of all all of these god characters. Um. But, but everybody else, yeah, like it's it's weird. I, they didn't kill off Justin Hammer, who may or may no. not be back. Uh, seems like probably will be back. Well, um, they said the rumors are the rumors are um, the 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 rumors are stated that uh, what is it Iron Wars? Uh, he's back, like in a big way, like supposedly, right? Which like that's I wanted like does. Does that? Yeah, but he's in prison, right? Like, yeah. so yes. how how does that play? Like, does he get out of prison? And like, it, are they going to address the roadie thing uh, from uh, uh, Secret Invasion, which Invasion? was such yeah. a fucking just Waste? shit show, just an yeah. absolute shit show, and two hundred million I, for nothing. Um, I, how did that cost two hundred million dollars? I don't know. I I how? I literally I I I sit there and I constantly wonder. I'm like, how did that cost two hundred million dollars? That there's nothing on screen. I like, hope they, they still... paid Sam Jackson a hundred million dollars. <laughs> uh, I, I guarantee you that that may be what it was. Like crooked accounting is a big thing, right? Or, or at um, least him and uh, uh, Don Cheadle split fifty million apiece. Yeah. Like. Uh, something because like that is insane when uh, look at that and like uh, yeah she hulk's unfinished special effects or or barely finished special effects were like troublesome but like 
at least that show was entertaining. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. And, and like note Disney, like if you go back to that show, I think that Disney corrected some of those, those effect shots, they paid the money to uh, correct them because yeah. the last, like I watched it over the summer last year, just because it was something to put on. Right. And I really liked the show. Like, unlike some people I really liked because that's what she Hulk is to me. Like, she-Hulk is that kind of like, like, in the best way possible is, is like this, like kind of like Ally McBeal type of like, like setting, right? Where it's mixture of lawyering and like, like I mean, at least to me, like it's a mixture of lawyering and superheroing, right? Um, but there's a few shots that feel like that the unfinished ones definitely look finished now. Like they spent the time. Like you remember how I was telling you, like, like um, they keep on going back to the Mandalorian and yeah. re re rezzing it because Luke looks better and better every time I go back to it and watch it. Um, and it's not just my eyes. Like, it, like it's like literally, I've I've told people to watch it and go watch the Luke Skywalker episode and tell me if I'm crazy that it doesn't look better than it did when it first came out. And it does. Like, I mean, if it's it absolutely... one of those things where it's just a matter of rendering, then yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you're just like, well, let it keep going. <laughs> yeah, let's let it go for like 50, like let's go let's let it go for 150 hours and see what happens, right? Uh, like like you know whatever. But um, yeah, like uh it's weird because it's like like going back to like we're talking about this whole villain thing like i don't think like you you were saying like you know you don't even know her name i don't even think her name was mentioned in the movie like that's how bereft it was like that's how much of a of a like a like a, a weird ass thing it was because at the end of the day like feels like she's consequential for certain things to move forward but she's really realistically she's inconsequential because ultimately like she is like i do like the fact that that her her whole thing is to solve a problem for her people she's not she's not like she's the hero to her people but she's a villain to everybody else because of what she's doing but then the solution is literally like like instead of like crushing the people it's finding a solution for the problems that she is trying to solve by hurting others like i like that i like that kind of like i like that that kind of like weird approach to this that has never like that's not been really done in a marvel movie right like they've never gone like it's only captain marvel like that accepts her mistakes because like Tony never says that he's wrong, right? Like Tony never says I. I'm fairly certain in all of the the movies because basically Tony has created this all of these problems, right? Like he literally from the very moment that he becomes Iron Man, he literally causes the world nothing but pain and grief, right? Because of his ego, but we never see him say he's wrong. Like he yeah. just keeps on going and doubling it's and like tripling double, down. Yeah, double down, triple. Yeah, it's just always <laughs> like, oh well, I I caused this problem. I'm not gonna admit, like, I'm not gonna really apologize or or say it's necessarily my fault. I'm gonna be like, mm -hmm. oh well, it's unexpected consequences. I'm gonna fix that too. And and it's yes. it, it's you know to the point that I like we get to the point where the only way he can fix it is literally by sacrificing himself. Um, yes. 
<laughs> which <laughs> to which like I know a lot of people cried, but I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, he died. Like, and I guess it's because little kids grew up with him, and it would be like us seeing Han Solo die at the end of Star Wars, which shouldn't happen. Like Jedi, it should have happened. Um, but it was like it's very weird. Like, and I like I know it's kind of weird because like we're going off on side tangents with this stuff, but it at the same time, like whenever you talk about a, a, a new Marvel film, like it absolutely has to be contextualized, right? And it's like what I'm seeing in this movie is like these weird, like it's not even weird. It's like what I want things to happen and how I want them to play out sometimes that just don't happen because for whatever reason, they're like story-wise, creative-wise, actors, actors' egos, it just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. Um, this is a case where it's like the biggest problem with this movie is is the editing, right? Like, and like, you know, like, like there's a moment like on the, like, even within like stuff that's pure joy, there's like, there's hiccups in it. Like the whole thing of like um, the, the singing planet, the Bollywood planet, right? Like, how did they like, like they jump cut and you know, there has to be a scene where they're getting dressed and they're designing their costumes with the people, right? Because they go from like, oh, let's get you suited up. Wait, what? Huh? Like. But it's very much like implied that the the Bollywood planet created these suits with them somehow, right? And because they all each get different looks, they get like their look, but it's newer and it's more refined, right? Like even Kamala has that, uh, like you know, use the handkerchief or use the scarf. Um, and it's like it's little moments like that that you see that like are hiccups that you go, whoa, wait, 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 what happened? Where's the logic there? Um, that you kind of wanted fleshed out. Uh, like, and there's a series of these things that happen in the movie that are very tiny, but they all add up to this whole thing of like, there's so that this could be a richer experience, not a better experience, but a richer experience if they had not gotten the fear of, oh, well, this needs to be under two hours. Like, if it hovered right at two hours, I think that we would have had a movie that wasn't ponderous was a fun adventure but it was fully realized as with characters like you know that gives them like if they if they do that right that gives them an extra 12 to 15 minutes of screen time to actually do things right um which doesn't seem like a lot to people but 10 or 15 minutes makes or breaks a movie like it can um so i'm to your point i'm very much in agreement with you that it feels like they went beyond the editing point, right? They went beyond what was put, a, what was acceptable, um, and just it creates a like it creates some certain problems within the narrative uh, because you don't have that heft. But I don't know, man. Like it's a there's a lot to like enjoy in this movie. Like Kamala's parents, like I love the fact that they brought them along for the ride. And her brother, because yeah. they're like one of the best parts of of Miss Marvel. Like, like whenever they like, like the the show soars when it's dealing with the family and Kamala and Kamala's enthusiasm for things. Right, like that whole opening five minutes is so great with Kamala. Like, it's like a it's a soft read. Like, it, it's like if you've never seen Miss Marvel, this is like what the tone is. Like, I told somebody. Yeah. Uh, like I, I told so many people, that, like that that uh, 
told me they, missed, they missed saw Marvel. the movie and I'm yeah. like, did you see Miss Marvel? No, I'm like, you really need to go back. If you liked it, you need to go back and rewatch, like go watch it yeah. because like it is that all the time and it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, because like the, the thing that I thought about the entire time was. They really do need Young Avengers. And I mean, to the point, so we get we get the so the, yeah, the two things I really, really want to ask you about is mm-hmm. um, the the cat sequence, but mostly just to be like, wasn't that fucking hysterical? Like, yes, <laughs> please let the cats eat you. Like, it's ridiculous uh, and dumb and like it, it, but it's so much. It's so it's just fun. But the oh yeah, one of the codas was uh, <laughs> Kamala Khan recruiting uh kate bishop bishop yep uh, doing literally word for word the nick fury thing at the end of the first iron man um <laughs> which even is, in shadow right right like but doing it the way that the way that kamala khan would do it right like yeah. that that was the best part to me was is that she like flubs over her line she kind of trips she goes look at this this is look at this cool ipad ipad yeah. uh, it's just it's the perfect like it's exactly which how you want them to start young avengers right like it, it's this kind of goofy but very teenage like very early 20s kind of thing um which is kind of, like I love it. Like I, it's great. Like it, it's like we officially perfect... have three of the Young Avengers yes. in the MCU right now. I would argue that there's a fourth. Um, a, a lot of people may or may not disagree with me. We have America Chavez who showed up mm-hmm. in uh, Multiverse of Madness. We have Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, and then we have Miss Marvel. All right. Who was I, like not part of the original Young Avengers lineup? So, but I mean, we're not going to get into semantics. Uh, mm-hmm. I would argue that Patriot also currently exists because we do see that character in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But then also, don't we like? Um... I mean, we have we we have we have Spiderman, so he's. I mean, yeah, isn't he, I mean, is he really? I mean, he's an Avenger, though. Like, uh, that's to me, true. Young Avenger screams like under the age of at least eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> it, on, well, on screen, I, I, not, I'll not, say twenty-one. You know, I'll say twenty-one. Yeah, because Kate Bishop is definitely older than eighteen. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Um, but. You are right. Like I, I can, I can definitely say that. Like you know, under the age of twenty-one, um, or twenty, even like let's just say, let's just say under the age of twenty, right? Um, so that makes Yelena out of the question because I mean she's a thunderbolt, anyways, um, or she's going to be. Um, but, but yeah, no, 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 we definitely do. And then I mean, well, we also have, like, even though people hated the the thing, but Young Hulk, like. Hulk's uh like Hulk's son is there yeah uh so yeah I I actually forgot about that that's at the end of She-Hulk um, yeah She-Hulk mm-hmm. so yeah the the Hulkling uh so uh, yeah I would I'm you're right I would argue that we have we have four 
like two mm-hmm. that have barely broken in you know on screen actually maybe five too like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry for interrupting but maybe five with with thor's daughter yeah that's uh she might be i, I they would have to age her up a lot this is true this so. is true very true like because she's literally like a seven-year-old do- a kid so yeah, yeah. okay but timey-wimey space things like you know I mean, Carol Danvers is still like she yeah. should be sixty. She should be like like sixty five years old, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, but she's not. Like, you know, timey wimey space things. Um, <laughs> but anywho, like neither here nor there. I'm sorry, I, I yeah. lost the point. I, I, young, I, I'm with you. I think Young Avengers is like the thing. I think they're worried about it because there's so much like. A vocal outcry about replacing these heroes, and, and mm-hmm. I just fuck that. Just roll with it. I if you make a good movie, like a truly, truly good movie, like it, it it'll get there. Like you just oh yeah, gotta make it worthwhile. Um, yeah, I mean you're you're making okay. So like the thing is, is that they're doing. They're doing the heavy lifting in TV, right? They've already done some of the heavy lifting with Kate and uh, uh, Miss Marvel, right? Or Kamala. Like, you just have to continue on that kind of trajectory with the different characters. And you can eventually have... I mean, well, I mean, we all... Oh, no, no, no. We've got even more. Riri Williams. I mean... Yeah. um... She could be, like... Like, I'm thinking about cinematic universe as opposed to, like, you know, official Young Avengers in the Young Avengers, like, not TV yeah. show, but, like, comic book series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ironheart, yeah, I, has not – I'm thinking more in terms of, like, who's been a Young Avenger. Uh, yeah. But, but you're right. Uh, Ironheart certainly does fall in that that realm of creating that young team of Avengers um it and it pisses me off like that series is done and we're not gonna not, see it <laughs> yep. like i i don't understand it but uh you I know oh like like i i honestly don't understand it unless it was that bad like unless it was like secret like it was during the time that secret wars <laughs> took place and it's and they're like oh uh, yeah like it like they they like you know um whatchamacallit was the test case and yeah. they were like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this because the last thing you kind of want after they spent, I mean, like, let's be honest, they spent a ton of money on Wakanda forever. Right. Like, yeah. and Riri looks great in that, like, the, like all of her suits, all of her tech, yeah. it looks great. And if you do half ass on that, it's not only like, okay. So like the thing for me is, is that it's not only. Yeah. But a, unless you can write it off, why not just put it out? But doesn't it dilute the brand? Like they already have. Could like, you possibly dilute this brand any more than you already that's have? That's true. You're right. You're right. When you're right. You're At right, this point, David, you should just right. just if it's bad, just dump it. Like just stick it out there and be like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, it's like out I there. Thought. Yeah, I, which isn't which I would argue isn't bad. Um, no, it's not. Bad. They did just dump it, but I would yeah. argue it's not bad. But um, I also think that they, they were scared of the TVMA rating. Yes, like they they yes. they balked. They they pushed. They yeah. they definitely like if they had promoted it, uh, I think that they would have had a nice little hit. Like 
I mean, I saw what they did. I mean, we saw what they did, right? I mean, yeah. we, it's we another one the- that was edited to hell and back. Like it, 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 it doesn't. It, I don't know. They're so they're running so scared right now. Um, it, it's just, um, it's baffling. It's baffling. It, oh God, it's so baffling. Like I honestly don't understand. Like I don't understand it. Like you spent. I mean, like okay, so like at the end of the day, like. Mo- the Marvels was a hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five million dollar movie, and you treated it like it was a bastard child, like because because of <laughs> to fandom. which I will once again point out they spent two hundred million dollars on Secret Wars and a hundred and fifty million dollars, which doesn't include promotion, but a hundred and fifty million dollars making the Marvels, and the Marvels is like at least. Decent, like it's fun, it's funny, it's it's you know it's it's good, mm-hmm. and Secret Wars is garbage and doesn't make doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't. Like, and and you waste. And the worst of all, you wasted some really good talent. Like, like you know, and maybe it was the fact that we we were we were told by like we believed Sam Jackson that this was going to be like his moment. Like it yeah, was going to be, I mean, oh, I yeah. think he thought it was going to be his moment. Like, yep. it's it's so upsetting. Um, anyway, uh, moving on from from Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. I, I want to briefly uh, talk about Warner Brothers because um, you know it's been a week since we talked about Warner Brothers. Yeah, of um, course. So after saying they would shop uh, the uh, Wally Coyote movie around. Yeah. Apparently, everybody wanted it. Mm-hmm. And then now they're going back to like, well, we can write it off, so we're just going to shelve it. Yep. I don't get it. <sighs> I literally don't get it, man. Like, it is like enough it's bad things cannot happen to David Zaslav. <laughs> like, how do you? Okay, like, okay, so like. If you're getting like if you're getting massive offers about this, because that's what I've heard is that it was unintended. It was an unintended like bidding war, like like not not bidding war, but I mean enough to where the like people were like, oh, give this to us and we'll do theatrical. Like. Like, really, like you're going to just let it fucking go like you're going to let it go like. You like, are you that fragile egoed? Because, like, is David Zaslav like, I mean, of course, he's a fucking billionaire, he's a billionaire piece of shit, like, that does, like, that does the Lord's work, like Richard Gere does in fucking Pretty Woman and dismantles fucking companies until they're shit. Um, but like, are you that ego driven that you canceled something? And then when people are like, oh no, we're gonna do it, and you're so scared that you're fucking wrong. Because they want to do theatrical. And theatrical, like, here's the thing, guys. The difference between streaming and theatrical is there are no metrics for streaming. So people can say whatever the fuck they want about it, right? Because Nielsen still doesn't have the buy-in from multiple streamers because they don't want to release that information. Because if they real, if they're, it, because streaming is all based off of advertising and investors. And if investors start seeing, oh, you know what? Killers of the Flower Moon cost a hundred, uh, $275 million, 350 with marketing. 
or no, 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 450 with marketing, and only 3 million people saw it on streaming, and it only made like $55 million in the box office. Oh, yeah, but we got some Oscar noms, and the, the, none of which are going to win, except for maybe Lily Gladstone. Do you know how many fucking, how many fucking like investors would just drop fucking Apple TV, like the Apple streaming service, just as an example? Like they wouldn't, I mean, of course, Apple doesn't need to worry about that. Um, but there's a metric there. Like if you do theatrical and it makes $250 million, do you know who looks bad to his, to, to his investors? David yeah. Zasloff. And he's like that much of a piece of shit that he doesn't want to release it and be blamed again for another box office bomb. But he doesn't want smarter people to take over it and make a movie, like make this movie like something. Like I heard one of the bigger ones was uh, like I heard the rumor was is that one of the big ones was was Disney. Like Disney wanted it, sure. um, and they didn't want to put it on the streaming service. They wanted to actually release it theatrically because they heard it was that good. And I mean, well, everybody has seen it, I guess. Now it's the worst kept secret in in Hollywood because everybody has seen it. Um, I also know that um, I know that MGM, uh, Amazon wanted it, and they actually sure. wanted it, which is weird. They wanted it for the theatrical. Uh, I mean, considering all the brouhaha that's happened over the last couple of weeks with Roadhouse, I find that truly ironic and stupid. Yeah. But, but anywho, um, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, something's got to give with all of this because it's such a fucking weird, like it, it was weird in the like early two thousands. You had like all these massive stars making movies overseas that were just being like mm -hmm. dumped on DVD. Like that was weird enough, but like th those guys were getting huge paychecks and uh, like those movies were bankrolled by like Saudi investors, like looking to get into Russian Hollywood. Mafia. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like uh, all Russian this weird oligarchs. shit. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's fine. It's whatever the, they're garbage and you know, it, the actors got paid. They they knew they were going over there mm -hmm. to make trash films and just get a paycheck. Yeah. Um, we're talking about like Hollywood productions, like massive movie studio productions, mm -hmm. just getting put up, being dumped, and not necessarily because they're bad. Like no. Meanwhile, oh. movies like The Flash, which I, I thought was okay, like it was fun, it was fine, mm -hmm. but like there's plenty of reasons to shelve a movie like The Flash. Yeah. Mainly its star. Um, yep. And that that got released, but like I I don't know, it, it's because it's not just Warner Brothers we're seeing do this, like we were just talking about Disney is. Not shelving stuff permanently, but we know that, like, there's stuff there that we're just not getting to see for some yeah. reason that they can't really tell us, you know? No. They keep on um, pushing out date. They keep on pushing out dates for things that we know are, are like, are completed. Yeah. And that's very troublesome, right? Like, uh, like very troublesome in, in a very, <laughs> in a very re real way. But, but just this week, Disney announced that like, oh, hey, by the way, at the end of the year, 
Moana 2 in two. theaters. Be and there. also, and like, and also Frozen, Frozen, uh, Frozen 3 coming the next year. Yeah. Like, what? But I knew Frozen me? 3 was happening. Like, that yeah. was a thing that, um, what, what's his name? <laughs> pointed at when, when he stepped back in. Was like, hey, we're gonna make another Toy Story. We're gonna make another Frozen. So I was like, ah, oh, Frozen Three is inevitable. Moana, they were talking about doing a Moana series, and then I guess at some point it was like, oh shit, like we're spending so much money dumping stuff into on Disney stream. Plus, and we're not getting that return on investment. This has to be theatrical. So well, and uh, also like. The Rock is filming, they're filming Moana live, live action, action yeah. this summer. Like, literally in a couple of months from what I which understand. Is, yeah, it's so weird. Um, right? Like, which yeah. means that it'll be ready for the next, like, by the time that, like, November rolls around, we'll be seeing a trailer on Moana 2 for Moana live action, which is fucking the snake eating itself. Like, that's fucking yeah. wild. Um. But yeah, I, I feel like The Rock is the not that they wouldn't want to do live action Moana because it, there's nothing at this point. There's just nothing to stop them. But yeah. um, it is a little like The Rock keeps tripping himself up. So <laughs> it's, I, it's like, like guys, okay. I have to have this. <laughs> okay, so like like aside, right? An aside, like. I almost feel like the pebble like should stay in WWE and do what we all think that he should do, which is grow that brand since they're going to Netflix next year and just take a sabbatical from doing films and make him like, make us miss him because he's got like four projects this year alone that are going to be dropped. Yeah. But the problem there is the fast franchise may have mm. lost Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have. They Only because have. Universal is not going to want to be in business if, if much like the Jonathan Major stuff, yep. uh, that that continues to ring true, and they're like, yeah, we can't can't be in business with this guy. So uh, now The Rock has to at least end that franchise, if not continue to carry that franchise. So well, the best part is okay. So like the best part about Fast Ten is that. Like, and I told you this before, and I know you yeah. have no intentions. Like, um, but like, he dies with his son. Like, the 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 diesel dies with his son, um, at the hands of like, or at least it appears that way, right? Like, at the at the hands of Momoa, right? Which is kind of like great. Like, Aquaman kills Groot, um, in a tidal wave. All the all the while, while like you know. Um, Peacemaker has died and leaving uh, Black Adam to save the day, right? Uh, but the best part is that he killed him. Like, you actually see the tidal wave, like, get toppled onto him. Like, you know, like, and his son. So, like, literally, it's the darkest of timelines now within the France franchise where they can, they literally, in part two, can just go, damn, he died. We need to fucking take revenge now. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you literally have ended perfectly. Because now Walker is away, unless they decide to bring, like, and somebody told me this, and I was like, it's just like these motherfuckers that they would do this, is bring CGI Paul Walker, AI Paul Walker to life. 
Because his brother. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Seems like it's such time. poor taste. <laughs> okay, but you say poor taste. I'm going to say I'm going to say something to you. The Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, I mean you're not. <laughs> there wrong. is no taste in this. There is no taste in this. I mean, this is the this this was the franchise that had to have lawyers come in, like millions of dollars were spent for the fight between the yeah, pebble to and make sure everybody Deezums. got equal uh, punches, equal uh you know moments uh, yeah it's yes. so ridiculous so ridiculous okay. Okay. never never mind the fact that in real life the rock would rip fucking diesel's fucking oh, arms yeah. off and beat the shit out of him until he was dead and then take those arms put them on a fucking barbecue barbecue them slather some ro- like some some fucking barbecue sauce and eat them all the while laughing like that's what the that's like like the ego stroke of Vin Diesel like is fucking ridiculous. Um yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, like I don't know, man. Like um <laughs> it's a wild ass it's wild ass times that we live in right now because it's like some of the stuff that we're like we're getting is like what? But then the stuff that we're getting shelved are like what? It's it's like it's like what you're saying with Warner Brothers going back to like releasing the Flash but not releasing Batgirl. Like, yeah. huh. I mean, it, it, you know what? Everybody loses, but especially Michael Keaton loses in this regard. I'm just like, fuck, man. My boy can't get a break. Um, <laughs> and all of this uh, shit. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to watch much of anything except mm-hmm. some TV, Night Country, which you're not still not caught up on so it it ends sunday this not this sunday Mm -hmm. the next sunday uh this week's episode actually dropped early because they didn't want to compete with the super bowl yes Uh, (laughs) this week's episode was fucking insane um and and after two episodes of like eh, like are they losing the plot after you know the first two Mm -hmm. episodes uh episode five drops and i'm like holy shit um it was fantastic uh so i'm excited for the finale and uh you know to see where that goes uh Mm -hmm. and then other tv like I, i mean tv shows are starting to like really really come back after the strikes uh, yeah. Everything's been premiering. Uh, Night Court is back, which I've talked about before. It's it's still fun. I started watching the new John Cryer uh, sitcom with that? Donald Glover. Yeah, it's very sitcommy, very okay. sitcommy. It's very um, like I mean, like they they it, promoted it as like him coming back to TV after um, uh, what's the the show two, with him and two and a half men two and a half men Wh- which I would argue like he was playing Lex Luthor um, on the Supergirl <laughs> after yeah. that show so yeah um, he he didn't really leave TV uh, it's a Mike O'Malley show so oh, if you're okay. familiar with yeah. with Mike O'Malley and and his brand of it's it's not quite up to par with his usual stuff, but okay. uh, it, it's it's okay if you're looking for like a decent uh, half hour comedy. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the Connors was back this week, which I continue to love that show. I know a lot of people are are 
very on the fence about it. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it. And I thought the premiere was great, but we did both watch the, the, uh, damn near hour long premiere yes. of Abbott wow. elementary. So like, okay. So like short, short thing for people that don't want, like haven't seen it. I, I mean, like talk about like brilliant writing to bring back something after the strike, but actually make it a benefit. Like, and give me something that I'm like, oh, wow, they completely did this different than I than I was expecting. Um, I really liked it. It was very sharp. It was very sharp. Like, I forget how good Abbott can be. Like, you forget about it, right? Like, you don't read, like, it's so fucking good. Like, like, I can't say anything. Like, I can't say anything more without spoilers. It's just, like, top of the line, it's good. Um, the, what were you? They're so, thoughts? they're so good at micro and macro like yes. it, it reminds me of the office i don't think it's as polished yet as the office got mm-hmm. but it's it's right there in like season two of the office mm-hmm. where like you have these moments that if you're like it, it's gonna reward you for re-watching it uh, yes. There was a thing in the premiere that I didn't catch on to until about halfway through. Like there is the joke about Ava, the the principal, yes. going quote going to Harvard, and by going to Harvard over the summer to to actually get her uh, whatever whatever she needed to actually be a principal and understand how the job works. Uh, she literally just went to the campus and like used their <laughs> Wi-Fi to like complete yes. an online program, and that's how she quote went to Harvard. So she's running around wearing this Harvard sweatshirt, except she's uh uh what what did the bejeweled or bedazzled? Yes, yes. The sweatshirt, the A V A in the sweatshirt. So it says Harvard, Harvard but, but it's, uh... her name is bedazzled <laughs> in Harvard. And I'm like halfway through the episode, I caught on to that. I was like, that is fucking hysterical. <laughs> well, okay, so it was like the, like, fuck. Like everything with Ava was fucking perfect. Like the glasses, the glasses that had the mere reflection of her own eyes and the way, like, I fucking died, dude. Like, like Ava, Ava doing like how they bring Ava back, uh, uh or Ava back from like her like little ticks after she went to oh, yeah. it's so do and uh, fucking stupid, but perfect. <laughs> fucking back that thing up, like. But like the best part about that is the is the reveal of Janine when they're talking to Janine and they were like, oh, so you played this right. And like, how did you know? And it was like, or just like fucking like uh, a Barbara, like the, the the shit, like the shit with Barbara, like the macro micro of Barbara and her going, I'm gonna have to go low, low, low. I, bro, I died. I fucking laughed out loud. I howled because it was just that funny because of what she does. She does the low, low, low thing. Like she, like. It's like it's not enough just to say it, but it's like the whole yeah. thing of like the unexpectedness of Barbara going low, 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 low. And I'm like, or fucking Jalen Hurts 
and fucking Travis <laughs> or and Jason fucking Jason Kelsey Kelsey. showing up. The, but no, but Jalen just Hurts like, is terrible. <laughs> like, oh my god. But he's so wouldn't it's funny, but it's really funny because that motherfucker cannot act. <laughs> but my favorite part is is that they go on with the bit for a longer than yeah. like a minute. Like it's not just, oh, here's a cameo. No, it's like Here's a cameo. We're going to have him do some stuff and we're going to have him like we're really going to like like lean into the Shemetti stuff. Right. Um, And like, I don't know, man, like it was just kind of (laughs) it's so much. There's so much. Like what I like about it is that it's it's kind of like The Office, but it doesn't do anything like The Office does. And it's not as mean as The Office. It does have its moments. It has, right? it has like, some mean streaks, but there's nobody, like, qu- quite, like, Dwight level of, like, sinister. Um, it's just it's oh, more, say, like, I'd meanness out Jim. of... <laughs> or, yeah, Jim. Jim, you're right. Like, as I've rewatched The Office, I've, I've come to, around to the, like... Jim is a Jim and Pam are assholes. Like, they really are. Like I, I'm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I want to hear. There, what there's say. a scene. There's this uh, episode late in the series where they're pregnant with their. I believe it's the, the second child, yes. and they keep faking like her going into labor, and everybody's just like, "Yeah, whatever," um, and kind of just done with their bullshit, mm-hmm. um, and I, like. I really have come around to that. <laughs> I'm just like I'm kind of over Jim and Pam's book. They they do still have their moments, but it, it's I've I much more enjoy the other characters way more now. So um, you know it's kind of like uh, well I was gonna say Seinfeld, but not really because I still do love jerry's stupid antics <laughs> like okay so like the dumb shit he gets into i will say i will say this and it's not a hot take it's just fact for me at least seinfeld is like seinfeld and his crew are more empathetic than anybody and everybody in the office the office is more of a reflection of reality i feel like and your pure hatred like okay let me just put it to you this way there's nobody in the office i like Though I have watched the series a couple of times all the way through, there's nobody I like in the office. Like, th- like everybody is a piece of shit at a certain moment. But that's the reality of working in an office, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm, like I know for a fact that I am an asshole. Like, like people probably consider me an asshole. There's no such thing as somebody who's an all around great guy, right? Like, even the people that are great guys at a certain moment, people are like, that guy's a little fucking asshole. Right. Like, and I don't claim to be a good guy. Right. I don't even be close to it. But like, like, I feel like uh, the office is like this thing of where (laughs) like it's a reflection of reality. Right. Because like everybody thinks that they're the they're the lead in a movie in that show. And, And that's the kind of beauty of that show for me is that everybody is making decisions that. That lack empathy towards anybody else and that's that's real life work right that's real life work um i would say that maybe craig robinson's character is is maybe the most empathetic but even then it's just there's some shit that happens with him like if you've never seen the office and it's just like oh yeah that's bad 
That's there's really some stuff early bad. on with him where it's just like, uh, yeah, like I get you're fed up with Michael, but like, yeah, at, at some point y'all are just like kind of bullying him. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, well, same with Dwight just, and, and Jim. Yeah. Like my like yeah. okay, so like my last hot like my last view of the the office, and it will be my final view. Um, is the entire time I was watching it, I'm like, Jim, you are a fucking piece of shit. Like, Dwight doesn't know better. He has no fucking like. He is probably on the spectrum, a little it, bit. Yeah, it's a it's a bit like like Big Bang Theory, where it's just like yes. Yeah, like, you know, at some point, like, you're the asshole because this guy, like, doesn't understand social cues or exactly. how to be a friend or, like, you know, and so you're you're just, you're the asshole because you're doing that. Which, speaking, speaking of Big Bang, which, uh, I guess, final word on Abbott is, like, if you're not mm-hmm. watching Abbott Elementary... You're probably missing out on the best comedy on TV. Like oh, it yeah, is absolutely so absolutely. damn funny. Um, but uh, so about a month ago, I I wouldn't say I got hooked on, but I kind of was just looking for something new to like put on in the background. And mm-hmm. even though it's on HBO Max, I guess. They cut some kind of deal with Netflix and young Sheldon wound up on Netflix. And so uh, it popped up in my like uh, shows you might like. And I was like, yeah, I guess like it's on Max and I've kind of avoided it. I've seen a few episodes here and there. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of put it on in the background. I not was not impressed with it really at all to begin with. And yeah. now I am like four or five seasons into it. A- after like season three, that's it. It gets really, really good. Like it is impressive what they do with that show. And okay, so I was going to ask. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, sorry. I'm stunned. At the things that it deals with. Like. R- religion. Like. Uh, the the whole idea. Like the idea of like. Uh, like teen pregnancy. Like marrying somebody. Because you got them pregnant. And then trying to build this life together. And how maybe you two weren't really right for each other. Like it, it just. It gets into a lot of issues. That most shows like that don't really tackle it it's a better show than the big bang theory ever was that's what everybody has told me that watches young sheldon they're like like all of your like they were saying all of your your complaints about 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 big bang are not there it's almost like they were like it was almost like young sheldon was created to counter everything that everybody had complaints about with like the unsubtlety of big bang theory right um and like the meanness of big big bang theory so you saying that um kind of makes me want to check it out like 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 it makes me want to like um see it like so how many how many seasons are you in because i know that there's like six right it's like yeah there's six 
out. They're going into seven now, which will be the final season. I I'm I think I'm in season five. Okay. All right. Um, because I mean, like, I know a lot of people fucking show up, like Eddie Potts show up, um, Wally Sean shows up. Um Oh, he's uh, there from the beginning. Ed Begley Jr. Jr. Like he um, keeps coming in. Uh, uh Craig Craig T. Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've heard big name Will Sasso uh, actually had showed up um, a little bit later, I guess. So, um, I mean, fucking like I've heard Ray Liotta shows up and in the most Ray Liotta like cameo appearance that ever. Yeah, that's that's fairly that's fairly early on. And it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Um, I think it happens at the end of season one. Okay. Um, which, and then also, of course, like my dude, um, who it always makes me sad when he shows up and shit. Um, I actually might have to watch Percy Jackson because he shows up in it. Uh, Lance Reddick. He's uh, fucking great. I fucking love Lance Reddick. Can we just like, like, so like I started rewatching the, the John Wick series. Um, and like he shows up, like literally, like I'm gonna tell, like I'm gonna be honest with you, like he showed up. I, it was in the middle of the night. I was like, like I'm, you know, I'm, like we've talked about, like I have, I have really bad insomnia. So like I was just watching it. He showed up, and I maybe I was in like a little bit of a like like a weird emotional state, and I got teary eyed because Lance Reddick shows up. Like it was just like he's one of those guys when he shows up, it makes everything just a little bit better. Like there's a video game that he that that he starred. He's in multiple video games as voices, but um uh zero dawn horizon he's in it uh like he's like one of the major voices in in that and i haven't played the sequel because it's the last game that he he ever voiced and i don't know how i'm gonna deal with that because he's such a fucking big he's a he's a like because of this and then also fringe he is like one of my like guys that i follow like one of those guys that like you know everybody has those dudes right like yeah. the dude that you go, I will follow him everywhere he goes because he makes things fucking better. Um, but um, I'll just say, I will have to get back to you on this one. Um, uh, like the, because the of- Season one's a very, like, you can kind of see what they're doing. But mm-hmm. like the, the further they get into like the actual like family stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. so if you watch Big Bang, which I did for a long time. Like, you know, his mom's this devout religious person. She was, uh, she only got married because she got pregnant. Her her, uh, husband cheated on her and then he died of a heart attack. Um, His brother, like, was kind of a dipshit, but like knocked up a girl, dropped out of school, but somehow became this like, uh, like successful tire salesman. Um, his, his Meemaw, his grandmother, uh, is this like, uh, sassy older lady who, uh, kind of, you know, is not above getting herself into trouble, uh, played in the show by Annie Potts, who is fucking just so great. And, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's, uh, what's her name's daughter, uh, Lori Metcalf's daughter, that's playing the younger version of Lori Metcalf. I need to look that up. Oh, really? Um, that's super awesome. Um, watch me be misspeaking. 
Let's see. Young Sheldon. Uh, um, <sighs> crap. I cannot. Oh, no. Maybe I'm wrong. Because her name's Mary Cooper. Nope. I'm wrong. No, she, she like no, no, she is, she is Zoe Perry, like um, role originated by her mother Laurie Metcalf. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so that is her daughter. Okay, yeah, it is her daughter. Well, I mean, you look at her and she kind of looks like. Well, her. that's what I'm saying. Like, I look, every time I see her, I'm like, man, they cast her perfectly. And then I thought I remember reading somewhere, uh, or maybe somebody at work told me, like, oh, that's really her daughter. And I was like, oh shit, really? Um, yeah, like and I, I just never went back right, and looked it up. It's her. It's her smile. Like as so, soon as you see her smile, it's like, oh man, that is Laurie Metcalf. But uh, <sighs> but it, it, it's it's surprisingly like soulful once you get into it. Like in in just ways I didn't really expect. Like uh, in like season four or five or what, his brother knocks up his girlfriend or this girl he's seeing or whatever mm-hmm. and they deal with this whole thing of like how her church kind of turns their back on her and like just treats her like shit because her kid went out and got some girl pregnant and, and which is such a like southern religion or you know texas you know religious small community thing like that's that's what would happen and like mm. how she has to deal with that like crisis of of faith and it like it's it's just really re- it's funny and poignant and okay. like it's not something like because we're seeing a resurgence of like traditional sitcom stuff and yeah. this is more uh in the vein of I mean, it's it's hard for me to even point at something. Um, it, it's it's kind of reminds me of something you might would see on, uh, like just streaming, not actual network television. You know, is it more like so? Like somebody compared made a comp to like the Wonder Years. I mean, like yeah. the original. Yeah, the original yeah. where it's like it's not a traditional sitcom though. It has sitcom tropes and it has the narrator and it's. The narration the is the least it's my least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um I, I appreciate it that that they're they're still like it, it gives Jim Parsons a little bit of money, it keeps yeah. him attached to the character. I, I it's just it's a thing that like after season one they could have jettisoned and I would have been happy, but they don't. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Um I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like you telling me that, um, makes me want to actually see it. Like makes me want to actually go, Oh, okay, well let's go ahead and do this. Let's, let's go ahead and actually take a look and watch this, watch this series, which to which like the, I'm not a, okay. So like here, like, I think that everybody can kind of know, know this. I'm not a big Chuck Lorre fan, right? Like he's just like, 
though we hadn't had a conversation about it. I've seen his show bookies and man has a man like, like I had to do some research because I was like, fuck is this dude? I was like, is this dude a gambling addict? And totally is totally is yeah. because there's the, there's a reality to bookies and it inhabits an R rated area that I don't think Chuck Lorre is ever been in or allowed to be in, even in like the Kaminsky method. I wasn't a big fan of that either. Um, and bookies works like bookies works really well. Like if you like that kind of show, like that kind of gangster low level crime and comedy put together with degenerate gambling, it's going to be your cup of tea. Um, but it sounds like, it sounds like this is kind of more of a lorry that I would be like, you know, it's almost like there's a tension to it. Like, no, you can't do your normal bullshit and just like, you know, make a funny line. You have to actually create something. And being forced in that situation has kind of brought out the best in Chuck Lorre or yeah. the, 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 the production itself. Am I kind of correct in that? Or is yeah. it still kind of like, it takes a bit to get to that. No, I, I mean, I think, you can see the the skeleton of it pretty early on um okay but the focus is such on sheldon in the at Mm -hmm. least in the first season and everybody else is kind of just playing off of him but like you can see those characters like especially his sister and his brother like very early on it's just his sister is so mean and early yeah. on, I was just like, I love her because she's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, literally, her job is to walk into a scene and, like, whatever's going on, just be mean to somebody, like, just to burn them. Like, that's all <laughs> she does. And, oh. like, it's so funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm surprisingly hooked on it. Um, and so the, the other thing I've been doing is playing, I got my PS5. We talked about it last week. It came Thursday. Uh, of course I work night. So Friday morning I was sleeping. I got up. Uh, All right. So just, I want to complain about the PS5 (laughs) and just video games in general for a second. I, Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. But it's fucking frustrating to buy something, open it, turn it on, and then have to wait three hours before you can do anything with it. <laughs> yes, and that's with a fast connection. Yeah. That's with a fast connection. I, I, it, it was, I, which I knew that was going to be the case, but unfortunately mm-hmm. it showed up late Thursday right as I was heading out the door to work so i didn't have time to i couldn't pull it out of the box connect it and just let it update while i was at work um and then friday morning when i got home i was just by the time i got the dog out got ripley mm-hmm. out got her back in i was i was exhausted so i just went to bed so booted up took ripley to the park while it did its thing come back put the game in course the game also has to update so that's yes, another hour and a half um and so finally last night <laughs> i was able to sit down and start playing spider-man 2 i didn't get very far 
um, mostly because by the time I got through, first of all, like the opening is like 30 minutes. <laughs> it took me yes, like 30 is. minutes to get through <clears throat> before you get to the like, boom, Spider-Man 2. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I feel like I played recap? a whole game. <laughs> <laughs> did you skip the recap or did you, no, did no. you go into the, okay. I, so I didn't play the Miles game. So ah. I was like, well, just story-wise, there might be some information here that maybe I want to know. So yes, you definitely will because um, there's characters that come that are specifically from Miles's movie or from Miles's game. So like you seeing all the stuff like Miles's dad dying and who who's at the hands of it um, is very much so a part of Miles's storyline. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got through the, the Sandman stuff, uh, which, which is fun. Um, I'm, it's been a very long time since I played anything with a traditional controller. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been been playing mostly switch. Uh, yeah. Switch. I'm sorry. For the last year and change. Mm -hmm. So I haven't played anything with a controller in a while. So gonna take some getting used to i i'm i'm fumbling with the buttons <laughs> um you know just mm-hmm. because it, it's a different experience after a, you know a year and change of not playing like that um mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible to like because i'm i've got it hooked up my projector uh so mm-hmm. it, it's on a massive screen uh so it, it's incredible to swing through new york uh it's it it's a little overwhelming (laughs) at at that that level um so i may be moving it into my bedroom to play on a little bit smaller screen um and uh, you know i may go a little bit back and forth uh especially for the 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 actual story i feel like maybe not having it so expansive will do me a, there, more good because I, I tend yeah. to get lost i'm like there's so much stuff to look at there really is <clears throat> yeah i'm gonna definitely say that it may be um especially when you're traversing across the city it's a lot to take in um and especially with some of the tasks that you have to do um that like i know that you're you're like me where you like to do the side quests and level up and get to 100 percent. and there are some side quests in this game that i could not imagine on a super big screen because it requires all of your field of vision um to actually like to actually catch the things that you're doing uh so i could totally understand you shifting between the two um though the game is fucking like especially with the like you know the story itself it's kind of big screen it's really big screen like it it really is kind of amazing like what they are they've been able to do but if the sandman stuff was kind of weird i would definitely say um yeah you may want to shift to a smaller screen um because there is so much information um but like my favorite thing about it, I know it sounds weird, but are the load times because there are no load times. Yeah, it's it literally... so fast. Like, yeah, I do appreciate. So I do appreciate that compared mm-hmm. to the first game, which 
basically you when it was going from one thing to another it's like oh this is i get to get up and go to the bathroom or get myself a drink or whatever because it was going to be like a minute and a half two minutes um this is it's super super quick um i i like that i maybe it's just the addition i bought i'm not sure i i had several suits right out of the gate mm-hmm you probably okay. bought an addition that required that got that because i only had like one a piece but i got um i got a bunch of suits right away like not right away right away but like like within starting to do tasks and stuff like you got suits uh which suits did you get cuz i get, okay so like all the, the other thing is is that there's an update coming out um at the beginning of march that's going to have i think it's like 10 new suits yeah, um, I've, I've got like nine of of uh, Peter Parker suits. Uh, Damn. Okay. Um, okay. And I, I think only three of Miles's suits. Uh, and in uh, some of the variations are just color inversions, which is kind of mm -hmm. cool. But like, you know, it's like okay. Um, right now, I'm just playing in the black suit because I like the black suit. Um, yeah. And and I also. I, Insomniac does great. I don't like Insomniac Spider-Man suits. I've never liked it. Um, maybe it's just the traditionalist in me, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't like the the white spider with the piping, and the, I just don't like it. Um, so I, I like I in the other game, the minute I could do the any of the more comic accurate suits in the first game, I was mm -hmm. always doing the comic accurate suit um but i i like the design of the the black suit uh that i have right now um mm -hmm. it's venom or black suit spider-man-esque but the spider's a little bit different it looks more like a paint splash instead of a uh like the the more streamlined mm -hmm. spider logo on the black suit um yes but the only um, like actual story mission thing I've done is uh, the the Sandman thing. Everything else has mostly just been me like uh, swinging through the city, like stopping some crimes here or there. Uh, story wise, the where I ended last night was uh mary jane bringing some unsold books over to uh peter's house mm -hmm. uh which is it's very early on well i guess i saved j jonah jameson that was fairly early on like as miles uh mm -hmm. you pull him out of the limo uh which i thought was kind of funny yeah um it's so big that I forgot the the way that it starts. And but you're right. Like there's a, okay. So like the the thing that I find is interesting about this game is um, there's a lot of like human drama side quests, which I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Like it's kind of great. Um, but be prepared for that. Like a lot of these. Like okay. Like let's go ahead and like you know she returns the books and then you have to go downstairs and you have to do that stuff. Like there's a fairly big component of that within the within the Peter Parker storyline because it's definitely like it's 
Miles is there. Like he's like, you know, he's a co-lead, but he's a co-lead in the way that like say that Tony Stark was in Civil War, right? Like it wasn't really his movie. It was more Cap's movie, right? Like the main storyline for Spider-Man is definitely Peter. And then Miles has like Miles is there and like when they're together, they're together, but then like when they're apart, they're apart. But the more the the bigger storyline is Peter and uh, like Peter and his life and everything. So like like I said, there's a component of like it's interesting how the the game works because like there's definitely if you didn't like the component of like you know the 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 real life like side quests, it's not going to be the game for you because they double down on that stuff, but they're giving you more of Peter's life in the way that Peter's life, like turns out in the comic book. Like, you know, yeah. there's always a bad thing happening, right? Like the, the whole thing of moving into aunt May's house and living there and doing all that. This is just the beginning of bad news for Peter, uh, like in the game, um, which I truly appreciate it uh, because it kind of gave an emotional heft to everything. I, yeah, I I enjoyed the the cut scene of like the Craven thing. I'm like, oh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see where that goes. Of course, there's the the Venom tease uh, mm-hmm. with with Harry and uh, Norman. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where the story goes. I, I don't I don't mind the like side mission stuff. Um, okay, good, good. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the first game was just swing around New York and mm-hmm. like kind of it was such a like zen stress relief kind of thing that honestly I like once the game started I was like oh shit I forgot I was gonna have to get through all of this <laughs> like to get to the point um, I I I I do like I like the web wings. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It's gonna uh, like flying as Spider Man. It's gonna take a little getting used to. Um, it uh, won't like once you start like once you start seeing like how it's done in the jet streams. It's yeah. gonna become a really cool thing. Like as soon as you learn to like, I'm gonna say this: be gentle with the controller. Like that was my biggest issue. I don't know if you're an excited gamer. Yeah, like I, I I've I've seen I've I've noticed how sensitive it is. Hmm. And I, I, I was messing down, with, though. yeah, I was messing yeah. with it last night, uh, trying to like get get it to a level that I was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I wanted to complain about the PS5 for a minute, I, okay. and I I totally skipped over my biggest complaint about the PS5. Okay. Um, so just just to go back to that. All right, I appreciate the, and I know this is a new feature for the PlayStation, the, the like, little sounds that come out of the controller. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that I can turn them off as well. Mm-hmm. What is absolutely fucking baffling to me is that the PlayStation 5 is not Bluetooth compatible with your fucking surround sound system. No, you have to put it through. Though enough people have actually complained, from what I understand now, have complained to the point to where they've 
they, there was an update. They're working on an update to allow a Bluetooth compatibility for all things and not just. You can Sony buy a Sony applies. headset. Yes. And that's that fine. Mm-hmm. But your Bluetooth surround sound system. Nope. We don't support that. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So, like, my projector is connected to my Bluetooth. But so here's the thing. For some reason, uh, the uh, the audio sync is off. So, huh. I, like, when I'm watching something on my uh, my Fire Stick, Fire Stick allows you to go in there and resync the audio. Yes. Like, it, it has a, a thing where you can, like, sync it up. It's really easy to do. PlayStation doesn't fucking have that. So, for whatever reason... PlayStation to projector to screen, the audio is slightly out of sync, which isn't um, too bothersome because it's a video game, but <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Um, I'm gonna say this. Um reset the like okay, so that's not just okay, so like I have an 85 inch Sony TV. And it's connected through the, the the HDMI for 4K, right? Um, even mine, from time to time, goes out of sync. And what I have to do is pause the game, save point, close completely out of the like. So I keep mine in low power mode. You know, like the like you know how like you have the turn off, and then yeah. you also have like the the one that allows for the updates, right? I always keep it in low power mode, but you have to turn it completely off, let it sit for like a minute or two turn off your tv and then do like basically do a hard reboot and when it does it will um it will reset itself so that the syncing is more in line i don't know what the fuck is going on with it but that's only happened on spider-man um like my spider-man game well i've I've had the problem with my projector from the jump since i got it like Mm. uh i i had to to resync my fire stick because it wasn't right. Um, mm. I had plugged in what did I maybe my switch, I think. And it okay. it, it so I it's not necessarily oh, the PlayStation. It yeah. it's just a sync issue with the projector. It was you know it's an off brand, not terribly expensive projector. I'm mm-hmm. not super worried about it because like it, on my fire stick doesn't matter i can i sync the audio everything's mm-hmm. fine um it's you know there's a lot of other things that just don't they you don't think they'll have sync issues so they there's not really an option to sync them <laughs> so no absolutely um you know and, and like I said, it's not a huge deal but you know it it, it can be a little yeah. troublesome sometimes um no absolutely like that that's like you know what that's that that is fucking annoying especially when you're watching cutscenes and yes. the audio looks like audio looks like it's a it's like watching your bad watching a bad dub of a uh, anime yeah. <laughs> yes exactly exactly and that takes a lot to do in anime right like uh, but you're right you're absolutely right or like a bad Jackie Chan film dubbed in English 
not a bad Jackie Chan film, but a bad dub of a Jackie Chan film in English. And I should say the the issue is that so it, if I play the audio through the speaker on the projector, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's that the projector is connected to a Bluetooth surround sound system. Yes, and so that creates Bluetooth. yeah that creates the audio sync issue. <clears throat> It's, yeah, because it's, it's like once it's like it's like a millisecond off, but it's enough yes. for you to notice, and yes. you can't adjust you can't adjust the lag for it, which right. Fire Sticks allow you to. Um, so I, I should say thing. it's not necessarily a projector issue; it's a Bluetooth connection issue. Um, so yeah, that that has been a little like irritating. Um, generally. Uh, with most things, my my way around that is to just connect the device directly to the Bluetooth speaker, because mm-hmm. I think if the PlayStation was connected to the Bluetooth surround sound system and not the projector, then I would not have that issue because the the sound wouldn't be going from the PlayStation to the projector to the Bluetooth. It would just be going yeah. from the PlayStation to the Bluetooth speaker. So yes, that's. You know, it, but it is what it is. It's not not the end of the world. I'm planning on going to buy a headset anyway. Um, okay. Just to have one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> also, to have one because this is funny. Uh, as I'm going through the game, like the the cutscenes and m- most of that stuff, Ripley was just sitting there watching me play. She was fine. Mm. She's a little upset that I'm not petting her because usually when I'm watching TV, I'm sitting there petting her. So she's a little mm-hmm. like, you know, you're not showing me attention. But the little noises in the game, <laughs> she did not like. So... Yep. um like when you upgrade or when you unlock something or when you build a device or, you know, in the, the, the pause menu or the options mm-hmm. or whatever, when you add a skill, it does the, the little noise, yeah. but each one has their own little unique noise. Every single time she'd start barking every <laughs> single time. So she did not like that noise. Like, and it's different noises. So it's, all of those little things she was not happy with, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. So, um, so I was like, ah, oh, yeah. I was like, I'll go get a headset anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. It, it's supposed to rain here all weekend, so I imagine outside of the Super Bowl, our weekend is going to spent be spent sitting on the couch, uh, playing Spider Man too. Um, so right. I, I, I'm, I am digging it. I'm, I will say I don't think I'm as pulled in as I was for the first game. Hmm. Wait. Wait until you see the level of, like, all of the shit that they're going to have you do, and I think you'll be pulled in. Like, like I was, like, I was kind of the same way because I was kind of disappointed because Miles is my dude, and... Until I got the unlocked of like being able to skip between both of them, like because like that's that's what'll happen. You'll get an unlock where they'll both respectively have missions to do, and you can actually switch and toggle between the two. Um, 
once I got like the first two hours are pretty heavy lifting because they're trying to set the table for you. But then once the table is set and you actually there's a specific. OK, so you remember the action scene where like you you officially are like you'll get to it within about an hour or so of gameplay, an hour, maybe an hour and a half of the one that they demoed for us where they're showing Miles and uh, Peter trying to get to create like like there's an incident at the at the prison and then it leads to this like literally it le- like there's an incident that happens and it leads to you going on a chase and for me at that point that's where the game kind of truly revealed itself as being how shall i say this like what it was supposed to be and what it yeah. is but it takes a little bit of heavy lifting and a little bit of story to get to that point because once I was there, the thing seemed for me like it seemed in a way that it was it showed itself as being different and just different enough to be a, a worthy sequel. Like because like the game mechanics are there, there are certain things that I liked that they changed from the first to the second, but also brought in the Miles stuff. What it would end up happening is that at a certain point you're going to go, you know what, I really should play Miles Morales. Like, and that's a, that's a simple, quick game. Like it's a, whereas like this one is like a 60 hour ordeal. Like miles is like 35 to 40, which is, it's still fun, right? Like it's still great. It like, um, but it gives you some context for miles and stuff. And it like, it gives you things that you go, oh, maybe I should play that because you know, there's just things in there that are a lot of fun that you get, um, you you get that were like full on things in his game that are just kind of side things. Like, and like I'm saying, like wait until you start seeing everybody start showing up and things start really kind of happening. Like black cat, her appearance, um, when Craven starts up, like all of this stuff is like, like you just need to get there. And it's like, like I said, it's like, it's like two, like, the one complaint I have for most games nowadays is that I can't run off and join the circus right away. I have to fucking spend two or three hours building up to something so that I can actually play it and vibe yeah. on it, right? And Spider-Man, no matter how great that game is, it's still got that component. It's like the fucking Zelda. The, it's like the Zelda paradox for me, right? It's yeah. like... I have to spend four hours on fucking Zelda to get to any place to where I can feel like I'm not, I'm not a fourth grader fighting a high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, well can't go over there. Cause I, I'll just keep dying. And it's very frustrating. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm much like you in that regard where I'm like, I just want to be a, like, I get the leveling up and the, like, mm-hmm. I just want to be able to play the game and have fun and like not have to have spent so much time doing those things before I can like just play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play it functionally. Right. Like yeah. where you're on the same level as the, as the low end hoods. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I hated so much about this game is that the AI is better. So mm-hmm. the first four hours, you're getting your ass kicked at every turn by three hoods. Yep. When the first, Oh yeah. Game... I, I died. A, I've died a couple of, <laughs> I died once in the Sandman fight. And that's yes. because, uh, 
what's oh I I couldn't I couldn't get the hang of the dodge for mm-hmm. some reason and once I got that down I was fine um but uh yeah the the hood fights when there's like nine or ten of them and they're like just on top of you man like it, re- yep. it reminds me of the uh, Arkham Asylum games where occasionally oh, there would Christ. be like yes like 20 people on top of Batman you'd have to just like press the button like so fast and he'd like throw them off and then you go back to like beating the shit out of them um but uh but yeah it is there's been a couple of those where I'm just like god there's way too many people here <laughs> I can't and they just keep shooting me <laughs> Yeah, I can't dodge <laughs> everything, um, and even though like Miles also shows up to help you, basically at this point, like I, I don't know if it keeps going, but like at this point in every oh, street yeah. fight I've gotten into, it's like, oh hey, here's Miles to help. <laughs> and no, no, there definitely there's a component of that um, in the game, um, but there's like at a, I think it's like weird because it's like at a certain point. It understands that you're um, that that you're good, and it won't do that for you on Spider uh, on Peter or Miles. Like if you switch through and stuff, and you're just vibing, and you just want like to solve a crime to level up and stuff, like to get your experience points. Because at a certain point, like like there's a there's a there was a fight that I fought against um, Craven that I literally kept on dying on, and I was like, okay. So let's go ahead and reset. And I went back to a start point that I didn't have to face him. And then I went around the city and leveled up until I got a second level. Like I went up two levels so that I could actually barely beat him. But there's a lot of that in this game where it's like they understood that the first two games were maybe a little e- too easy. So they increased the hardness and skill level that you have to approach things on. There's a lot more what I like to call splinter cell, which is like sneaking around and doing things and making sure you don't get caught because literally there's 50 dudes around in the layer that you have to like kind of get around. And it's tough. It's But it's a challenge in a good way. Like, I never, like, my wife knows that I don't like a game or, like, I'm frustrated with game when I start yelling at the AIs that are helping me. Like, God of War, yeah. fuck, man. Like, this this new God of War, I'm literally sitting there, I'm yelling at a, I'm yelling at a, an AI that's helping me, but I'm yelling at it as though it's a real person. And I'm like, you're no fucking help at all. Where's my goddamn son? I need my fucking son because at least my fucking son... Like, that's how you know, like, I'm super pissed when I'm thinking like Kratos <laughs> in the fucking game. And it doesn't get to that level. But I will tell you that there are challenges. And if you find yourself going, fuck, this is a little bit harder than Spider-Man the first game. Don't be surprised. But it's not a, like, for me, it wasn't like a, oh, fuck this game. I'm going to fucking throw it down. No, it was like, okay, maybe I need to reapproach this. Let's back out of this level level up and then come back i did that a few times where i was like maybe i'm just not at the level i don't have the skill set i don't have the certain spider powers that i need and sure shit i was right like i just i was going through the game too fast right like i think that the game is designed to do this where you know how you get your levels and you get your tasks after you get your next task you're kind of supposed to float around and do like city tasks and then go to the next thing once you have another level up 
are an experience point level up where you get some extra spider powers and webs uh, web things um <clears throat> so just don't be surprised if like it, it almost sounds like you're designed for this game where like you want to vibe and then you, maybe you'll do a mission like approach it like that and i think you'll have that thing where you'll have fun where it's difficult but not to the point of frustration yeah yeah i'm i'm really excited to like keep going with it so i'm sure i'll have an update uh when we record our next episode on my progress um hopefully it won't like completely take over my life i've I've still been playing mario wonder which is an absolutely incredible game like i i cannot it's maybe the best mario game since super mario sunshine wow Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, like, like my high watermark for Mario games is Super Mario Galaxy. Like that. That's I my. Ne- I never played Galaxy, so um, yeah. I mean, you're, I've, you're I've got it. I've got oh, it. Oh, okay. I just, okay. I've got that. Was it? Uh, was it? 3D All Stars or whatever yes. that had Sunshine there. Galaxy mm-hmm. and. Um, I can't one. think of the third one. Yeah, it's the third one. It's the it's the package. Like that's how I that's how I played that that game because I never played it on um was it on a Wii U? I think it was. I yeah. never played it on Wii U, and so when it came out, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I gotta buy this because it's like forty bucks for three games, right? Fuck it, why not? Um, yeah. and that's the one that I played. Um, and. Yeah, that to me is like as impressive as any Mario game that I've played before. Um, so you saying that, like, I'm like, okay, that's yeah. Okay, it, I, it, I think this. it's well worth the price tag. I I had it at work and we had a slow night, uh, mm-hmm. and so I, I pulled out the switch and I was playing it. And uh, uh, the lady that sits next to me, she she has a switch also, and so mm-hmm. we chat every now and then about games and. Uh, she was like, oh, what are you playing? I was like, Super Mario Wonder. She was like, oh, I thought about getting it. But, like, she's like, I haven't played a Mario game in a while. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, you can, like, you can play this for a little bit. And I let her play. She came in the mm-hmm. next day and she was like, I went and bought the game. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's, that's, that's a, like, a full-on, like, like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. She was okay. like, I, she was like, it's so much fun. I'm like, isn't it? Like, it's just great. Like it, it, and it's it's addictive without being like so like uh, like overtaking you you know like you mm. can just put it down um, mm-hmm. you know and the the levels are just exciting and not super long and, and they they vary like some le- it tells you how difficult they are you know like some levels of it'll have a difficulty rating so like mm-hmm. you can kind of pick and choose how you go like if you're playing a level that's super frustrating you mm-hmm. can just back out of that level and then be like okay i'm gonna go play something else like i'm gonna go play this easy level and they have these little like game break levels that are literally one or not not even one or two minutes some of them are like 30 45 second levels to play (laughs) that's hilarious 
And it's, it's literally just designed to give you like an easy win and a bit of a breather. Like a refresh. Like it, it's yeah. a palate cleanser. Yeah. It's a palate cleanser. That's all it is. Okay. It's crazy. It, it, it's such a crazy good game. Um, so yeah, I'll probably nice. be bouncing, bouncing back and forth between. I, I'm probably going to let Spider-Man 2 be my when I'm not like the days I'm not working, I can let myself kind of get pulled into that game because otherwise yeah. I, I feel like it, it <laughs> like I, I will neglect the dog so I can just swing around <laughs> New York City and I don't need to do that. So, um, um yeah, that game was so much fun. I, I can't imagine you not playing, um, Miles gets the, I think I showed you it, Miles gets the Wolverine costume. Yeah. But I can't imagine you not playing, because I did the same thing. I was like, I played Miles' Wolverine through the end. Like, as soon as I got it, I was like, I'm not, I'm not changing this for anything. Um, <laughs> though there are some truly great costumes. Like, of course, they got the, like, the ones that I loved were the Spider-Verse ones, because they actually got all of the um across the spider verse stuff in yes. there including spider punk um spider punk was was so complex that the first time i got it because there was an update that came out it was so it was so complex even on my ps5 it was a cube like i don't know if you've heard about this thing where the graphics are so complex for certain ones that it can't like like PS4 can't even handle it, but it turns it into a cube. Um, and they had to figure out how to solve it. So like, as I got the spider punk, it turned into a cube. I was like, oh man, are you telling me that it's happening on mine? And then I looked and there was an update waiting for me for both my system and the, and, um, and Spider-Man. And so like, I just shut down, updated it. And guess what? Worked perfectly fine. And it was beautiful. It was exactly like the crazy part is, is that some of these suits with 4K graphics and 4K running are so good that they look like, so like the spider, like, of course they have all of the Spider-Man homecoming stuff. Like, so they have all the old yeah. Spider-Man stuff. That shit looks so good. It looks like you're actually playing the real life version of those particular characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's one of the few games that I like I like getting the suits, right? I like getting the suits. I like getting the level ups. I like trying to go 100% on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm super stoked to like get further and further into it. The, I mean, mm -hmm. the only reason I put it down last night was because I was like, I've got to get some sleep. Otherwise, I, and I'm just going to be sitting there at <laughs> 10, six o'clock in, in the morning. morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, six, seven, your time going like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've texted him nine times. Um, but yeah, yeah. like, like two o'clock, I was my time. I was like, I've got, I've got to put this down and try to get some sleep. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, when we're about to, to end this thing, and I'm gonna go take the dog out, assuming it's not raining, and then plop back down on the couch and play some more Spider-Man too. So, um. But yeah, uh, go check out everything else we're doing over at xwingfiles.com. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week uh, talking about God knows what, maybe the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> until then, 
check out xwingfiles.com and you can also check out uh adam's site which includes some of my writing yes it does um that's the movieall.com where i'm currently uh maria's back she's actually uh posted some a few reviews uh she's gonna continue on her ways which is always nice to have uh, her back um and then I'm posting, I posted some uh, reviews recently of a couple of things. Uh, Lisa Frankenstein, which I really liked. I really, really liked. I yeah. was genuinely surprised. Um, that's a kind of fun horror rom-com, uh, John Hughesian kind of thing uh, from Diablo Cody. So you know what you're getting into. Um, it's actually a return to form for her. And then a, a prehistoric horror action film called Out of, uh, Out of Darkness um sound which sounds fun it is it's a lot of fun it's very much like um the comp would be prey if prey didn't have predators and so but i mean set back in like forty-five thousand years like in the prehistoric age but it's very kind of like low level like interpersonal stakes it's not like worldwide or anything this is not 10,000 bc though i do appreciate that stupid movie uh if you guys remember that back from uh, the early uh, the early aughts um fucking roland emmerich <laughs> uh but it's it's good it's really good if you like your if you like horror and you like action and you want to see something unique um yeah check this out uh, it's in theaters right now um limited theaters but i think that you can find it in your area it's it's actually very good i was genuinely surprised um again middle of the road it's a double a solid double but we need more solid doubles in this world right yeah i mean lisa frankenstein is a double maybe even a triple or like a a double with an rbi right like a like a forced like a like a forced uh a forced run right or a manufactured run like that's what it is it's like the sort of ball <laughs> if you want to talk baseball um at least that's what we call it in california when you're you're more when you're talking about manufactured runs and <laughs> <laughs> singles and doubles and shit uh because tommy was sort of that was he was the king of that and the dodgers uh but anywho like we're getting way off topic but uh yeah movieisle.com and uh we'll be back next week uh well maybe we should be back next week i don't know i was supposed to travel this week and we were going to take this week off that didn't happen i may be traveling next week but Ripley also has a vet visit next week, so uh, uh, okay. not not Saturday. She, it's Thursday, but she's getting fixed, mm -hmm. and we will see how all that goes. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> so uh, we'll see you guys soon. Talk to you guys soon. Number one Star Wars, number two comics, number three Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, number four Mario, number five Weird Al, number six Batman, number seven Cal, number eight the Simpsons, number nine TV, number ten every single band that has stole all their MP3s, but before they all sold out, they all together. Me now.